It's now time for a very reverse horror edition of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to simply say deuces and pass on by. I am Corey, and I am joined by the man, the myth, the sandwich, Basher. I prefer sandwich. Uh, good day, sirs. I, okay, this podcast is now over. <laughs> you, uh, our last episode. Listen, let's be let's be playful with our foods for a while. Like the sandwiches all around. It's not. It's it's a sandwich. Sandwich. I will, I will start. I will emphasize the H in every freaking word until people stop saying sandwich. I'm okay with this, actually. Both of both of them. No, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. I'm cool you're whip. Not. Cool whip. Saying what weird. All right. This episode is all about the reverse horror game known as Carrion. But before we get to that, gotta do. I gotta thank you. I gotta. Th- we now we've got more reviews on iTunes than we did before. That's the goal. When I say, "Hey, leave us a review," and you know what? They were all positive. Every last one of the new reviews. We still have that one one star in there. Thank you, dude. You look. I'm sorry that you like Remnant from the Ashes, but it's got some problems. I mean, it's, the rest of you. It's got a lot of problems, really. The rest of you, thank you for the kind reviews. Genuinely, it's always nice to get a little bit of feedback and to know that all the feedback so far has been relatively positive. So, And if you're listening to this and you're new, welcome. And uh, if you're an old-time listener, other people are rating, why aren't you? I thought you liked us. Do you not like us? Even if you don't, still leave the review. Yeah, exactly. Reviews, they really do help. I promise you they do. But that's enough of that. Let's talk about... Carry and this game is from Phobia, Phobia, sorry, Phobia Game Studios, which are known for Carrion. This is actually their first title. Uh, this team, it's a four-person team, a very small team, regularly priced at $19.99. It is available on PC, Xbox One, Switch, Mac, and Linux. It is also described as a so all right so the the category of this game is a little interesting because it's sort of a metroidvania-ish but the actual word that the developers use is reverse horror game i'm sure we'll talk about that i don't like either one of those to be honest with you yeah i don't either and that's it's kind of interesting and we'll we'll get right to that as soon as i go over the rest of the details there's no cross play because there is no reason for it to be as it is not online uh, it's supposed to have cross-save, but I can confirm that that is currently not working. I tried playing this game and starting it on Xbox, uh, but could not get it. Uh, I wanted to try PC for various reasons that we'll get into, but I could not get the cross-save to work. So maybe that's not a feature, or maybe it's just not working. Not sure at this time. There is no DLC. So let's talk about Carrion. Oh, we're going in? All right. Uh, we're going in. All right. Uh, listen, uh... Carrion, I guess they described it as, like you say, uh, Metroidvania and reverse horror. So, again, um, my problem with the term Metroidvania is there's really only two games that ever do those well, Metroid and Castlevania. There, there, there are a few here and there over time that uh, that that pull it off. But um, this Ori. is. I would say Ori is one of the better ones. Yeah, that's 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 a good one. Then uh, I would even say uh, Yoku's Island. I think is uh, close. Yoku's Island Express. That it was our Game Pass game of the year for last year. Just saying. Play that already. Uh, so um, 
It's not a Metroidvania. So so don't go in thinking it's it's it, it's linear enough, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. Uh, it's linear enough to where it doesn't really require that level of uh, backtracking, in my opinion. Uh, and then to call it reverse so, horror. Well, hang on, I I, I want to follow up on that. So hold on, because hold on. I, I have my knee on, my, on the desk. Hold on a second. You what? I, I have my knee on my desk. Need some icy hot. Need some ice? What, are you Shaq? What? Listen, you don't, you don't keep icy hot around. No, I don't keep icy hot around. What is this? Listen, some icy hot this with the with commercial. <laughs> Today's like, podcast. Be sponsored by icy Today's hot. Today's podcast <laughs> you by icy hot. <laughs> All right, all right. I I got. I need. Go ahead. What was your question? So, no, I just I, I I want to sort of preface it before we get too far in because I agree, but I also disagree with that statement of it being a Metroidvania. So, what this this game is unique in that the reason it's called a reverse horror is because you basically play as a symbiote from Spider Man, right? Like you are a you're a big blob, and it's a your goal of the game is to basically expand and become a bigger symbiote. And you do that by eating different monsters or not monsters, eating different humans, sort of sneaking up on them. There's enemies that have guns. There's enemies that don't have anything. There's enemies that have shields. And so you sort of crawl around as this big symbiotic blob and expand. And, and as you get new powers and stuff, and that's where the Metroidvania part comes into it in that you get different powers, you get different um, abilities, as you could say. And one's like a tentacle and one's a um, a spike wheel. And you sort of like put spikes all over your body. And you can roll around and do all that. So there's that aspect of it. But that that's only one part of the Metroidvania is where you sort of get new abilities and use them uh, to, to get to new places or to discover new things. And what I'll say is that it does that part of it well, but I think it loses itself. And my biggest issue with this game is that it's, there is no map. At all, like, <laughs> like that's weird. At all, um, yeah, and it sucks. Like, I, I, I don't like the fact that there's no map. You, I struggle to say that you should play this game unless you want to play it in one sitting. Because if you leave and try to come back a couple days later, good luck. Like, it, it it's going to take you half an hour to sort of get your bearings back and say like, oh, you're right. Have I been here or not? Kind of thing, and. I think that's crazy that there is no map in this game. Uh, and, and I think, and I don't want to say and argue semantics because it's like, I, that's part of the reason why I don't consider it a Metroidvania because I feel like if you saw the map, it'd be too, because how, how would I explain this? Metroidvanias are, uh, they pride themselves in being that genre because exploration is kind of the name of the game like you're supposed to do a lot of backtracking a lot of going back a lot of going here and there and, and whatnot where i think carrying which is made by a smaller team a smaller game if you if you blew, if you saw the map and blew it up i can imagine it just being like oh this is not that complicated it's not that deep and it's it's a bit too shallow to be a metroidvania i would just at this point i would just call it sort of an adventure game. Uh, yeah, but I, I look at something like Gato Roboto, and that map isn't exactly deep, but it, that map goes a long way in making the game feel cohesive. Like, 
even if it's not that complex, at least I could see where I have been and where paths go. Like, I'm not like I it reminds me of the original Metroid, like the very first Metroid, which did not have a map. And I think that the general consensus on that game is that it's a fantastic game, but you, you need a map. <laughs> like, it's just it's too difficult to know where everything is without a map. And Zelda taught us that, I believe. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, the and the original Zelda as well. But then I, the thing is, is I've played that original Zelda so many times that it, it's it's easy to remember everything is. But I also think that it. Now that I think about it, I guess it really does have a structure similar to that because there is sort of like an overworld, and then you sort of go into these different um, rooms of this facility, and and like there's like a nuclear room and then like a weapons room and stuff, and each one of those rooms are their kind of own puzzles, and. So it, it's just the structure of it is a little confusing. Um, uh, it's, it's more than a I, little confusing because, and that, and, that, and that's why I say like if once you get if you get into a rhythm in this game, you don't you have a little less issue finding out, uh, trying to figure out where to go and where you've been. But to your point, if you put it down and pick it back up, it's like, all right, where do I begin? When do I end? And it's like, and I, I don't want to belabor the point. It's just a matter of like, in my opinion, it, it is. I don't want, in my opinion, it's kind of like it's you don't go in here think thinking you're doing a lot like ex- exploring for exploration's sake per se. Like right. this, like this game is trying to is is linear enough. What I mean by that, and is is in a way that the gameplay flows. It kind of tells you which way to go. Like, um, like pipes and stuff that you squeeze through are usually one way, almost always one way. So it's like, if you pop out one way, it's like, all right, I gotta keep going this way. And if a door opens, if you unlock a switch, and a door opens, it'll tell you, it'll show you where that door is, like just, uh, just by moving the camera down or up or whatever. So it's like the game is always ever so slightly guiding you but you can't lose that flow right and i i i want to get off the negativity because i i actually enjoyed a lot of this game um it it, it's a game that i when i when i first picked it up like it it truly does sort of there's nothing really quite like it you know it they the developers have done a very good job of making the the sim. I want to I'm gonna keep calling it symbiote because I mean it's a monster, but like in my brain it's a symbiote because it moves exactly like one. Well, like it sticks to walls and it. Well, well, what? I, before we continue that, the second thing about how they call it this a reverse horror. What does that even mean? Because, I, I basically as instead of trying to kill the monster, you are the monster. That's not reverse horror. <laughs> that. <laughs> I mean, first off, uh, it's, it's just horror. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, but like, what what I like is that that would that would be that would indicate that a regular horror game is all the same thing. In which that like there's a monster that you are trying to kill, which is not the horror genre. <laughs> um, but no, that's that's that is what the internet and has deemed it as a reverse horror. Reverse game. horror horror. Horror. Reverse horror is a comedy. <laughs> like it's not. This you just play as the monster. There's like you play as a monster in his in his in his neat adventure game. And, and, and I continue. I, I apologize. Yeah. So 
No, yeah, and I, I liked, I forgot where I was going. I liked a lot of this game. Um, and that, yeah, so the movement is the big thing. Like, you, you play as this monster that, that's basically a symbiote, and the way, like, you stick to walls and the way you, like, you gain momentum and eventually you get sort of uh, multiple layers of your body and it's all, it all flows really well. And they, they, and they clearly spent a lot of time making the monster fun to play as. And that's really cool. And that's sort of a huge part of this game. And that's what kind of kept me going through it. But the, the combat for the most part is relatively shallow. Uh, I would, I would hesitate to even call it combat, but most of your enemies are, you know, you, you either have to figure out a way to get behind them because they're holding a shield, or you have to sort of sneak up on them because they've got a gun and you don't want to be uh, shot, obviously, or they've got a flamethrower. And if you get hit by a, th- a flamethrower, you have to, uh, find water nearby, etc. So the the movement of it is really good, and the puzzles of it are really good. And it's not, like, I almost wish the action parts of it weren't even there, um, but I feel like then it loses a lot of its, uh, that's what I'm looking for, um, character. Because it, it seems like this game was built to be sold on, like, you're attacking the humans and you are becoming this monster, but that's kind of the the weaker part of the game. I enjoyed the puzzle aspect a lot more of sort of having to go through these different pipes and having to flip switches and use my tentacles to grab things or use my, my tentacle to, um, that's a weird thing to say, uh, use my tentacle to, uh, possess a different human and, and sort of use him to solve puzzles. Like that's the best part to me. And that's the stuff I really enjoyed in this game. I'm not sure where you stand on it, but yeah. Uh, I would agree with, Pretty much all of that, really. Um, I, I like how gross the monster looked and felt. They nailed that aspect of it. Uh, just just moving around is, is just really a gross-looking thing. You know, the way it sticks and clings to walls and gets through the waters. It's like it's just it's unnerving. I think they nailed them. I think they really nailed the look of the monster, the, the feel of the monster. Um, and I will double down on the on the on the combat issue because the combat is essentially. Uh, aim here, press right trigger, and, and, and the monster will grab the person. And that's essentially the the heights of the combat, which is you're just grabbing people and throwing and kind of ragdolling them around in this pixelated uh, art style. And it's the the novelty wears, wears off very quickly because, as you said, it's very simple and. It's it's almost too simple to the point where it sh- if it's going to be as simple as it is, they should have focused on less combat and making it feel more uh, stealthy or monstery or 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 a, a big or a big gotcha moment here and there. Because when you have to clear a room full of bad guys, that's when the game is at its weakest. Because that's yeah, what, I, there's yeah. There's there's many times, especially in the later part of the game, where it sort of puts you in a room and it's like, go at it. And uh, those are the parts of the game I get really frustrated with because I – it's – the enemies can, can destroy you. Like if – I don't understand why it happens, but like there was other times I got shot like – it felt like 15 times. And then other times I got shot twice and I just die. And like there, there isn't a good indication of when you're taking damage in terms of how much damage you're taking. 
And it, it sort of is a like a panic-induced moment of just like, oh, crap, I need to get out of here now. Or it's like, all right, I've, I've got enough health to where I can I can take this kind of brute force it. And there's different um, like turrets and stuff later in the game, and they're just they're not fun to fight like the humans are. And I, I I struggle to even say fun to fight, but like there definitely seems to be some moments to where they're they're usually pretty pretty good about the, the shielded enemies seem to be a, a huge focus in that. Whenever there's a shielded enemy, they usually give you a couple different ways to get into the room to get behind that enemy. And that's when that's when it's fun is when it's like, all right, like this enemy is is sort of uh, patrolling this area and it, it's stealth like uh, like you said. And that's when it's best. But when it's all out, just just war with this thing, it's like this isn't fun. Like I, I I'm I'm weak to fire, which is so as soon as you take damage, when you're uh, when you're like set on fire, like you have to immediately run around, and try to find water. And it makes sense in the context of they're trying to introduce different mechanics in terms of how to get you to fight enemies, but they're not fun to fight. Um, so it, I think the latter half suffers more than that, but then the latter half also has the better puzzles. So the pacing is just sort of thrown off to me, uh, as a whole, simply because of, of, you've got a fun aspect in the puzzle solving, but not such a fun aspect in the combat. I agree. I, I enjoyed it a lot. The, 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 the part I like the most is just moving around the environment and playing with the physics and, and, and solve, and solving the, the, the pretty fun puzzles um but i got that headache whenever i had to enter a room full of enemies and i think i think the problem with the combat for me is is that your monster appears monstrous and when you're eating the enemies for health it's very it's, it's very gruesome and the bigger you get the if you you almost want to feel stronger the issue you have is where you're not that much stronger you never really get that much stronger uh bullets will hurt you, like bullets will hurt you pretty badly often to the point where it's like i don't f i've been playing this game for for about an hour and a half now it's, it's, it's a short game I'm I'm pretty much halfway through, and I, at this point, I feel like I should be taking more damage. I should be causing more damage. I should be causing more mayhem. They should be more scared of me than I am than that than I am of them. Uh, to to that point, there are a few unarmed humans in here, and they run in terror when they see or hear you, and that's the fun aspect to have. Yeah, like it, it's cool every once in a while. Like they throw just cannon fodder at you basically and as as you get stronger like it, it gets to the point where you you basically those they're already cannon fodder but by the time uh you get reach the end the later levels of the game like you can just destroy those people in in one swoop and just it, it's satisfying but there's not a lot of that um it's just kind of every once in a while they they, they do it basically to, it, to give you health you know instead of a health pack you get to destroy these enemies and use them as health. So it, it's clever. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I would have just preferred a more xenomorph feel where, where it's like, all right, I, like I see a bunch of guns out here, but I'm going to steamroll these guys because I'm this big, bad monster. But even by the, even by the end of the playthrough, you really, just, you're very, you're scared of the humans. Like you, you just, you just are because right. they can take you down. And I think that's uh, and and it's it's just a bit schizophrenic, because 
again, it's supposed to be reverse well, and, horror, and where you're the monster, you're causing right. all the, the 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 scares here. So like, they should be running away from you, but it's like, no, nah, they're looking for you. They're hunting. They're hunting you. Yeah, it it definitely seems like this game. I mean, I don't I don't want to play armchair developer because that's not. I'm not a developer, so I'm basically talking my butt. But it, it just it seems like that there was there was a some at some point there was a debate or a a conscious decision to say like we can't just make this a a puzzle game right. with with um uh, what's the word I'm looking for with, with no challenge with no we don't want this to be a power trip fantasy right so we need to add something into it um and. I'm not necessarily saying like that was the wrong answer, but the the final product to me is just um it's just mixed in that way. Uh, there's some very good aspects, and the combat and stuff is just okay. Uh, but it because like I said, there are times where you feel super powerful, and I I, I feel like that game is best when you, when it's that way. So I don't know. It's I think it's, it was a tough problem to solve. I don't think they nailed it, but I think they did a, a pretty good job of everything else around it. So. But I mean, but that's really my my only complaint. Because everything else about about this game is uh, is butter. Like 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 it runs fantastically. Yeah, I mean it's, it's not it's not a it's not a graphically heavy game, but still like in this day and age, everything ships broken. Uh, it runs right. fantastically. Um, it it looks great. It feels great. Um, the art style is on point for a pixel for a pixelated game. Like the monster really pops. You can see the teeth in there. Uh, you can see the multiple yeah, the teeth. The art in there. is very cool. Um, yeah, the art the art is on point for sure. Uh, I I can't speak to the music or the ambiance per se. I I, I think for the most part this is just silence, right? Yeah, I mean the the sound effects are very prominent. Um, see, I mean that's the thing is we're talking about it, and I don't even remember if there was music. Right. So either there was or there wasn't, and even if there was, it obviously didn't stick out. Exactly. So. And, and I think maybe some ambiance there would have would have would have led to a more creepier vibe. Um, but yeah, I think I think overall, like they really nail this playing as a monster and j- just oozing and grabbing his way through these through these walls and these tunnels and just picking off these these people. But um. When the combat gets heavy, that's when the game kind of becomes a little dull. Yeah, I I agree. Um, so I, I mean, I think we've probably covered everything. So, but this is a tough one in that when it comes to Game Pass or Pass, um, I'm I'm truly like I I think I'm leaning towards you should play it, but at the same time, there really is, and I feel like we've been doing this a lot lately. I I, I don't want to do the the you should play it if or right. you know you should play it but go into it knowing this and i do think that the the lack of a map is is extremely bad um because like i said i i came back to this game and after i played it for a day and then i you know life got in the way i, I wasn't able to touch it for like another day so there was only a day in between and i came back to it and i'm just like man i don't i'm lost like it took me a good 20 to 30 minutes to sort of, of sort of moving around the world and just sort of trying to getting my, my bearings back. And I'm like, a map could have really fixed this problem. And so I don't... No, I'll do you one worse. I, I, I jumped in the shower and came back to the computer like, what do I do now? Like, I forgot. Right. 
Uh, and I it's, agree. But the thing is, like, I, I basically played this in two sittings, and so on the other on the other side is that when I when I started it the first time, the game was compelling enough to keep me playing. You know, there was enough. There was I was doing enough. I was finding enough. I was I was exploring enough that I was like, yeah, I want to keep playing this. But obviously, you know, sometimes you just can't. And the second time I played it, I finished it because I was into it. I was into the game. Whenever I was playing it, I was into it. But, I mean, I can't imagine if you take more than a day off, you know, if your gaming lifestyle is like you only have, you know, so many hours a week, I can't recommend it. But at the same time, I think you should play this game. <laughs> so I'm I'm pretty torn on this one. Uh, I think the developers here are, are pretty talented. They put out a... Uh overall good product i think that lack of a map was a i i, I would i would agree with i'll be more on the fence with you if i didn't feel like that lack of a map was a choice like it was definitely a, a developer choice and it didn't work for me but it may work for you and for that reason i will give it a, I, I will i will say pass this on give it a play and let your friends know about it. But I, I don't know if I agree that it was a choice. Like, it has to be a choice. There's no way you make a Metroidvania at this mm, at this day and, and age and not have a map without saying we're not putting a map in. I just, man, I just don't know if I buy it. Like, you think they just, just forgot um, the map? <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's a, a question of forgetting. I just think it was a – it's a small team. I At some point, you look at a whiteboard and you say, these are the things that we want to have. And a map is not a, a simple thing. Um, you know, it, it sounds simple on paper, but it's not. Like that, you know, developing a map requires a lot of work. And at some point, I think maybe you make the decision, can this game work without a map and can it not? Um so I guess maybe it is a choice then, but I, I, I would have to imagine that if if someone came to this team and was like, "Hey, we're going to publish this game. What do you need?" and they're like, "Well, we really if if we got more money, these are the things we do." I feel like a map would be the first thing they would put in. I mean, it's the most necessary like, thing, right? So I the feel like I feel like that's a feature that is that they just didn't get to. But I mean, for the sake of just, I'm just going to type it in. Um, and see what the internet has to say because maybe they've talked about it um and it, you know if if they're able to say um you know yes yeah, so we did it for this reason but so this will be fun to you know i mean yeah there isn't really anything from the developers but so i don't know like it's tough um i am i'm leaning more towards play it because I also have to think that, you know, maybe hmm, maybe other people won't have that issue in terms of. Oh, no, they'll have the issue. Uh, oh, yeah. Like I'll, getting lost in this game is not hard to do, uh, but it, the map isn't large enough and it's not. It, it, I fall back on it not being a true Metroidvania in the sense that exploration for exploration's sake. So like that plus the map is isn't that huge or at all. I'm just like we all could right, figure so th it this out. is this is what I'm gonna do. 
I'm going to post a picture of the map of this game because somebody, a fan, has made a map of this game. Okay, this is... I am looking... I am looking at this map, and I am saying 100%, this game is 100% worthy of a map. Oh, it I'm is. Post this picture. It, he's a map. But hang on. What, what I'm going to say is, you're leaning more towards the fact that it doesn't have a map that was a developer's choice, and because it's not that complicated. Right. Like, it's something that it could be done. I look at this map and I say, this map is more than complicated enough to have a map. So I'm going to drop this picture of this map. It's a complete map of the game. If you say that you don't think it's complicated enough to still have a map after seeing it, I say we pass it on. If you think that it was after seeing it that maybe my argument holds more weight, we'll say you should pass on it. I agree with that. Let's check out this map. All right. Here we go. Do it live. It is uploading as we speak. This is fantastic podcasting. Thank you for being with us. Are you uploading it too? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Skype. This is a. Uh, this is a. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's, let's blow this. Let's blow this bad boy up. Now, uh, let, let me think out loud here. So, so this is the podcast. All right. So, so we're starting over here on on this left hand side. I want to say right, or close to it. Uh. Uh, probably. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it's like, that's pretty simple. You go over there, you jump over there, you, you go to, like, the game best have a flow to it. So again, um, right, kind of leads if, you if I were to come back, If I were to come back to this game, it'd be super easy to go the wrong way. Like, I, I look at this and this has got multiple layers. It's got multiple levels. Like, I don't know. To me, like, this looks like a Metroid map to me. It looks like a small Metroid map. Yeah. But it's still small. I, it's up to you. If, if you still think that this map is not, I don't, I don't want to say complicated enough or diverse enough, whatever, I, I'm leaving it to you. I'm going to hang my hat on this. If my dumb butt can figure it out, you should too. So I'm going to All say... Right. Play, play, play this game. Also, I want you to play this game for another reason. Um, the developers show a lot of a lot of uh, style here, and there's not a lot of style in games anymore, especially with the AAA uh, business out there. Like everything just kind of seems the same. So, their attempt at this new-ish genre, your reverse horror, uh, whatever thing, like. It has places to go that I want to see where it goes. Right. Well, there you go. The decision has been made. When it comes to carrying on Game Pass, play this game. Pass it on to you and your friends. Also, I just now noticed that the carrying also looks a lot like Carnage font. That can't be by like, can't be by. Okay, you're really trying to make this tie-in happen. I don't think it's the Look, thing, man. Look! Look at that! Look at the R's. That is the think Carnage R. It's going to happen, but Am I, tell me I'm wrong. Uh, if I tell you you're wrong, you're not going to believe me. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for Carrion. Um, so normally, uh, our schedule, as always, has been uh, messed up a little bit. Uh, so our next game was supposed to be Dishonored Two, but to be 100% honest, we're not done with it. Uh, but as well as we, as Halo Infinite is approaching, we need to get a uh, grip on the Halo campaigns. So next week's episode will actu actually be Halo 2. 
uh, but Grounded also got dropped into game preview. So theoretically, that should actually be our next episode, but I can tell you right now, we will not have time uh, this week. So next episode will be Halo 2, then it will be Grounded, which is in game preview, and then it will be Dishonored 2, unless something else gets dropped in that time, which I also believe Flight Simulator comes out at some time. (laughs) So... As always, our schedule is subject to change. Cards subject to change. But all right. Uh, as always, you can write us, gpopfans at gmail.com. If you want to, you can write us about anything. You know, if you just want to say hi, introduce yourself, you got some questions for us, or if you want to talk about Game Pass, that works too. gpopfans at gmail.com. That's gpopfans at gmail.com. Rate us on your podcast platform of your choice. I promise it does help. And when it comes to carrion, play that game. So that's going to do this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We will see you next time. Good day, sirs.